Imagine that you're traveling back in time. You're 18 years old and about to hop on the plane to the other side of the world. You're thinking that your best friend is waiting for you there and you cannot wait to see them. You have never been away from home by yourself and you've got about 24 hours of being on an airplane ahead of you. But you know you won't be alone in the end. That's what I thought when I hopped on the plane from Amsterdam the Netherlands to Sydney, Australia, as an 18-year-old girl. However, it turned out to be a whole other story. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening. Welcome back, or welcome to a new episode, and I hope that you've been doing great. Little week update to start with, because last week we didn't do an upload, and... I think I can explain that to you because last week I was at a business event for three days. Some of you might know that I study economics and I I do like a special uh, major in marketing. And there was this business, business event that I booked a ticket for and it was about online marketing, digital marketing. And it was honestly so interesting. I've learned so much like... 1000% recommend that and it was amazing to be around people again to be in a big big room with like 500 people in real life and to meet so many interesting uh, young entrepreneurs which blew my mind it was literally it was amazing however on the first night of the event I I went home to my my dad and I had a little accident where I, I cannot really explain this, but I dragged a fence into my ankle and I spent the entire evening at the hospital and I'm on crutches right now. So it's been a bit of a week and due to the event, all the circumstances and the fact that I had so much information going through my mind, I just, I couldn't upload last week. I didn't want to upload anything that I, my heart wasn't in, that I didn't feel like was really me. So that's the little week update. Apart from that, I've been doing great. The weather here in the Netherlands, especially in the south of the Netherlands, because I'm back for uni, um, is extremely hot. It's insane it was 36 degrees celsius yesterday which i don't know what that is in fahrenheit but incredibly hot like really really hot so if you love that that's really good i hope you've been enjoying the weather for me personally i'm not that much of a fan of really hot weather but it'll be over over soon um i hope uh but yeah that was a bit a bit of my week Apart from that, I've been on the couch not doing much because of my ankle and yeah, it's not that nice. But I'll be going to uni again tomorrow, at least, yeah, on Monday. So this is today, it's Sunday and tomorrow I'll be going to uni again, which is nice. And as you all know, like for me, still two weeks of uni and then I'm done. I know a lot of friends who have like final exams right now, but I have... Um, a skills period it's called so i'm practicing my presentation skills which is super nice however the summer holiday is coming up at least here in europe and that means 
for me, luckily, traveling. And I'm very excited about this summer. I'll be going to Switzerland, Italy, England, and Portugal. Uh, I'll be going to school in Switzerland for a month to practice my French, which I'm super excited about uh, because some of you might know I love speaking different languages. I am, my mother tongue is Dutch, I would say, but I grew up hearing a lot of French because I'm um, Swiss and Dutch and from like the French part. And I've always loved English and speaking English and therefore I studied in London for a while and that's why I always speak English really now and so I'll also be going to England which is very exciting and to Portugal to go and do some kind of yoga retreat at the end of the summer with my best friend which I'm honestly so gassed and for once I'll not be doing this by myself Each of these I will do with family or friends and that's for me kind of special because I used to travel a lot by myself since I since I, since I turned 18 and what started with a very painful, difficult and sorrowful experience when I was 18 ended up with me falling in love with solo traveling. Therefore, in today's episode we will talk about solo traveling, tips and tricks, my experiences, some poems about solo traveling, others' experiences, angel talks, and of course, stay a little longer for our message that we can take through the week. And there is something really exciting in this episode, but you have to stick along for that because you will only find out if you keep on listening. So let's get right into it. Okay, so I'd like to start with the story of Australia, the intro, and like I said, I traveled through the other side of the world when I was just 18, because my best friend back then, she was in Australia because she did au pair work, which is super cool, the fact that she went and did that, and she's always wanted to do that, so she saved a lot of money for it, and Obviously, she worked there, so she got, like, a wage for that, and um, she went to the other side of the world. And I knew as well, since I was, like, 14, that after I finished high school, which I would finish at 18 years old, because of the Dutch system, you can finish either at 16, 17, or 18 years old, depending on what you do, and I would finish at 18 years old if I passed everything at once. Well... Everything went great. I passed everything at once. I would go on a gap year and I would go and study languages because, like I've said before, I am fond of learning languages. I love being able to speak people's own language in the country that I'm visiting. And I would go to England, to France and to Spain for it, obviously. French, English, and Spanish. Not in that order, but you get what I mean. And before I would go to London, because that would be the first stop, I would have one... I had one month left before I went to London. So as I was on the phone with that friend, because we talked every single day, even with the massive time difference between us, and... 
she was there and I was like, yes, I don't know really what I'm going to do still in that month. I've saved like some money, obviously, because I knew since I was 14, so I had like side jobs and stuff. And I was, I was planning on actually going with my dad to travel a bit with my dad. We didn't really plan to like wear yet, but that was the plan back then. However, whilst being on the phone with my friend, we were joking and, sh- and I was saying, you know what, I might just come to Australia for a month. And it was literally like a joke, like an in-between joke. And after I got off the phone, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll ask my parents to see what they think about it. It was, I think, approximately three or four weeks before that last month would uh, go in. And I went to my parents, I told them about it, and they looked at me and said, you know what, if you you would like to go to Australia by yourself and visit her, we're fine with it. If if that makes you happy and if that was you, what, you, what you want to do, sorry, I can't talk, but if that's what you want to do, then go for it. But we'd like to know where you're staying, get like, come on, get a proper plan for what you're doing where you're staying, how long, when the flight will be, what the costs are, like an entire plan I had to come up with within like a day. So that's what I did. I checked flights, I made a plan with my friend, I would stay at hers for three weeks and the first week I would uh, stay at a hostel, which was something I'd never done before and my cousin who had traveled the entire world had been in Australia had been everywhere um, had always told me she's um, some years older than me but she has always told me you should try that definitely try it and I've got to be honest I thought it really wouldn't be for me because I'm not really let's say it like this I would prefer a bit of luxury over staying in a hostel and not saying that I'm like I've been to campsites and stuff not saying that I'm insanely spoiled in that way but that's just how what I preferred in the way that I grew up with that and I was also thinking you know you should go out of your comfort zone and this is your chance to try that out see what it's like and that's what I did so I booked the hostel in Australia for the first week actually the first one I booked was at Bondi Beach, which still blows my mind, thinking that I would go there as an 18-year-old by myself, just travel across the globe. And no, actually, no, I got in and I booked an Airbnb for the first weekend because I wanted it to be like, okay, maybe not the first weekend straight away a hostel, but for the other five or six days, I had booked a hostel at Bondi and then at Sydney Centre. I believe. That's what I did. And I got there the first weekend I spent with my friend and it was super exciting. We stayed at the Airbnb together and it was so much fun. It was in between Bondi and Tamarama Beach and it was amazing really. Like I was over the moon. I had the most fun ever. Like the flight was insane. <laughs> like in- insane. Like 24 hour flight is is really no fun um 
but I met some nice people on the plane. I talked to this family, um, or like man and husband, uh, man and husband. Yes, really, that's it. No, um, wife and husband who were going to Bali, and I chatted with them for a long time, and then afterwards from Singapore to Sydney, I chatted with this man who was from the United States. I I believe he was from Texas. And we chatted about his family and it was so much fun. It was actually really nice. And I had a lot of space because uh, apparently like there was like a flight. We had four, five, four, I think, seats. It was crazy from Singapore to Sydney. And two seats in between the man and I were like empty, which was super chilled, like so, so relaxed. Um, But we had fun chats. But then, I don't really... That I'm going off the rails here. I'm sorry. You get an insight in my head. Like, I'm trying to really tell the story as how it went. But then um, I got to Bondi and we had so much fun. It was amazing. And then after the weekend at the Airbnb, I stayed at the hostel for the first time. And I was like, this is crazy to me. Like, I was in a room. I, was, I booked a female room. So I was with five other girls and it was right on the street at Bondi. It was honestly still to this day, I think the best hostel I've stayed in. And by now I've stayed in quite some, but I got there and it was honestly the best experience I could have had staying in a hostel for the first time. Because I think if I would have stayed in some hostel that, hostels that I've been in afterwards for the first time, I would have never gone to a hostel again. But knowing that it can be like that really like soothed me and the people were all so nice. It was so easy to get in touch with each other, like to get some friends and contacts. And even though I was one of the youngest still, there were so many people who were so nice to me. And we would just go out and do things together. We would go to Bondi together and serve. And then there was this yoga class, which I signed up to on, I think, the second day or so. And I was told that it was a beginner's yoga class because back then I had never done maybe like yoga twice or something like that. So I went there and I'm I'm doing this yoga class and it's honestly like so, so much fun. And but it's so painful. I was thinking this is how can this be a beginner's class because I don't know how to do half of this. And afterwards I was told, okay, it was not a beginner's class. Um we messed up or I messed up or whatever. And um, the funny thing is that the way I remember it or would stick to my mind is that I sort of met Sina through the yoga class. But Sina has told me multiple times that we actually met in the kitchen downstairs before the yoga class. And I remember that. But thinking back in my mind, it's always like we met at the yoga class, which we didn't, but she was at the yoga class as well. And we met before in the kitchen and we started talking and we just really hit it off. And then we saw each other at the yoga class. And I believe I asked afterwards if she, I don't know, want to go for a chat at the, at the rooftop, which was where like close to where the yoga class was given. And we could look out over Bondi and it was amazing. But we went out after yoga class, um, looking over over the sea, and we started chatting, and we immediately hit it off. And as you all know, Zina and I 
are still friends right now. She's like one of my best, best friends. And we are in contact daily, even though we don't live close to each other. And like, I miss her so much because I really, really want to see her. I haven't seen her in a while. And um, we chatted the other day, like we chat almost every single day, but we had a call and she's just a, like one of the best people alive. Like, I gas her up so much, but she deserves that, I swear. And, um, yeah, we just really hit it off. And we we talked and we planned stuff together. And we went to uh, Sydney Centre together. It was every, everything we did together. And it was just as if it was supposed to be, in a way. However, things didn't turn out to be that great for me personally. Because... I was thinking that I would stay with my best friend for the other three weeks, but every time I would mention like, okay, so when am I going over to yours? Do I need to buy a train ticket? Because it was like one hour from Sydney Center. Um, she wouldn't really like go into it or really answer. And then she was like, yeah, you know what? Let's just book a hostel at Sydney Center um, so we can go out clubbing on Thursday. I was like, okay, you know what, that might be fun. We can go out together and then afterwards, um, by Friday or Saturday, we'll go to her place. That's fine, you know, like one or two more days extra, but we need to book that hostel, obviously. So that's what we did. And whilst I think it's one day before, I'm asking again, like, okay, so when are we going to your place? Because I have nothing booked, obviously, after this. And I don't know, my parents would like to know. And... After I was like, I was so done with with all of this. So I told my mom and my mom contacted her host dad and he told my mom that he wasn't expecting me anymore. And my mom was like, what do you mean? Well, the friend has told us that she's not staying with us any longer as an au pair and that she wants to leave and that your daughter wouldn't be coming anymore. And... I know my mom like texted me and I was like, what the actual, excuse my French, is going on? And I was just, I don't know, I cannot put it into words, but the shock that I felt back then. And I was like, you know, maybe it's a mistake. Maybe it didn't actually go that way. So I texted my friend and asked her to call and like explain and like what's happening and then it turned out to be true. Um, she just didn't have the guts to tell me. And everything had been booked already. But she had a chance to tell me before I had booked everything. And she didn't tell me. And I cannot explain to you how much pain I felt back then. Because all my close friends know... It's something I always used to say as well. I really, really severely dislike it when people lie to me. I always used to say, rather be rude to me but honest than give me a pretty lie. And all my friends knew that. Like, please be upfront with me. I cannot deal with people lying to me. And I am personally, I would say, especially back then, I would be quite confrontational. I wouldn't have any issues with confronting someone. If there would be an issue, I would be 
very frank and I just want to sort it out but I want to know like I want to have honesty from you and she was literally on the other side of things she was very anti-confrontations and she wouldn't she thought it was really really hard to confront anyone with her like her problems or issues and looking back now I think it's just really really sad because I went literally across the world to see her and she meant every she had been my best friend for years and she meant everything to me and it really 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 hurt and I was so alone and that's the scary thing I was all by myself I was only 18 years old on the other side of the world I had left my boyfriend at home I couldn't contact anyone because everyone was asleep back then and I was crying like bawling my eyes out luckily when I was there there was this really really nice woman um she's from England and we met through the hostel that I stayed in and um she really comforted me and she felt like a big sister and she was really really nice to me we went out for afternoon tea together in Sydney and she was really kind and obviously because I was really doubting at the beginning should I still like be be with that friend should I forgive her and then we just figure something out but apart from the fact that she hurt me so much mentally and that it just really I couldn't understand it it was also financially I wasn't expecting to have to pay for another three weeks of accommodation if I would have known I don't know if I would have gone because it's already so expensive the flight was already so expensive and like it cost me a lot a lot of money and however much I love Australia now it wasn't back then the first thing on my list that I wanted to visit and that's something I really learned from it um do not go to the other side of the world for anyone unless you want to go to that place but don't do it for anyone else and being there I was thinking what can I do because I really wanted to go home I wanted to go home straight away because I was so miserable but I had called with my parents and they were like I get it if you really want to go home that's what what we should figure out but I decided to phone Zena and to ask what she's doing the next three weeks and funnily and luckily enough she would also stay only for another three weeks and then would go home and I asked her like I was like I know we've just met and this might seem crazy but would you like spending the last three weeks together and that's what we did we ended up spending the last three weeks together and we had so much fun together I cannot explain it to you we stayed in this hostel which was filled with like because everything was already booked because it was so late that we booked we stayed in this hostel at Tamarama Beach and it was filled with cockroaches like like it was insane and I um really cannot handle any anything when it comes to cleanliness and that was that was a big big thing for me to be in a hostel with cockroaches and I know cockroaches are quite normal in Australia but in Europe they are not they are not normal whatsoever I'd never seen a cockroach in real life and then they were crawling around there as if they were just ants and we ended up buying like cockroach spray and we gassed the entire room but then we 
we went to the beach and forgot about it, and we're thinking, oh my, if there is a、uh, smoke detector, what if the like everything turns up to be like, oh my god, like if every every alarm goes off and yeah, if like the fire safety guards like have to come, all that kind of stuff. We were we were running back to the hostel in the end. It wasn't the case, and the cockroaches died in our room at least, which was nice. Because apparently they eat lashes. If you didn't know, cockroaches eat lashes. Do not recommend staying in a place with cockroaches, and they can walk up walls. They really can. That's crazy. I didn't know either. But it was the most fun and crazy experience I I haven't met like ever been through. And I was really really sad. Don't get me wrong. There were so many moments where I was really crying and so sad about for everything that happened. But I, I lost a friend, but I gained the best friend I could ever imagine for it. And still, I cannot really comprehend how how this really happened the way it did. But Sina means the world to me. She's a better friend than I could ever ask for, and. Something nice I want to share with you is a little bit of her her part and how she viewed things. So she recorded a little voice memo for you guys, so you can actually hear what she sounds like because we've talked about her in every single episode. And、um, yeah, here she comes. Hey there. As you've probably heard, I'm Sina, and Lily and I met three years ago in Australia. I've been in Australia for four months in total. Initially, I was an au pair at a host family in Melbourne, and afterwards, I travelled through Sydney on my own. In Sydney, or in Bondi to be exact, I also met Lily at a hostel. We immediately clicked, spent a lot of time together, went to the beach and to cute little cafes, had the best conversations, and actually spent the rest of our time that we had left in Australia together. So why did I choose to travel to the end of the world on my own? Well, I basically just wanted to get out of my comfort zone and travel after I graduated from high school, and I can only recommend you to do so as well. There is so much to this discover out there, and you're most likely going to meet friends for life, just like I did. I truly hope that when you decide to go and travel by yourself, you will not end the journey by yourself, and will find yourself a best friend. Like I did, and thank you again, Zina, for sharing this with us.、Um, in the end, Australia was a happy story for me.、Um, the friend that I lost, I'm currently in contact with again. We're friends again. It wasn't like that for over a year, but in the end, I've now have gained a friend. I didn't lose a friend, and. I'm actually very thankful that it went the way it went because, through pain and going out of your comfort zone, I believe one can learn the most. And、um, I actually was thinking of doing this episode, at one, as one episode, but right now I think we have quite a lot of minutes already, so I'm going to divide it into two episodes instead. So, for the tips and tricks on traveling. You have to wait until next week because there are so many exciting things, and for angel talks as well. 
Uh, we'll do that next week, but don't like really go and listen to it because there is a lot of exciting things. However, um, to end the episode, I would like to end it, I think, with a poem, which I planned on doing later on in the episode, but I think this this fits perfectly. It's called Maybe, and I've written it myself after COVID had ended my gap year because, like I said, I went to London and... Um, and to Paris and then afterwards to Malaga to study my languages and in Malaga I had to go back after only a week of being there and um, I had so many months left to travel and to see the world and because of Covid I couldn't and that was the least of my worries obviously but it was it was painful if you think of that since you're 14. So I wrote maybe, and I'll read it out to you and explain it to you. Maybe. These days have come to show us young people what it feels like to be in war. Not with someone else or with another country, but with ourselves. To fight our own battles against ourselves, our own bodies. To see whether we would survive with our own thoughts. To stay inside, to be alone, to care for others without even touching them or nursing them just to not be around them. Maybe these days have come to show us a lesson. Don't give up until you've won. That was maybe. I think it's most of all, like mostly quite clear what I mean by it, but I will explain it to you. Um, At least for where I was during COVID, we couldn't really go see other people. And as my mom is a, risk patient because of her lungs I would really have to be careful so I didn't see a lot of friends if I saw my friends I would only see them at a distance outside and I would be so so careful all the time I couldn't go travel anymore and everyone was still very afraid surrounding me regarding covid and it felt a bit like a war and not with a war with another country or with someone else but with myself especially when I uh, got COVID which was a week after my 19th birthday and I lost my taste and smell two days after I um, after I got it and I still don't have my smell and taste fully back and it's been no it was actually after my 20th birthday now thinking was it my 20th birthday yes it was my 20th birthday not my 19th um but it was the second time I got covid and I lost my taste as well and I still haven't gotten it back and it's been over a year now and I can taste and smell some things but everything really has changed I couldn't like anything for over months and it was really really hard it felt like a battle with myself a war with myself I didn't know really how to act or, yes, how to eat even, which is crazy. And um, it was a challenge for me to see if I would survive with my own thoughts, being in a room, a tiny room for 18, um, no, it was 18 square meters. It was like a studio, but um, all by myself uh, for 13 days, I couldn't go out. 
and that was really really hard but I also learned a lot during those days and like I say to stay inside to be alone to care for others you couldn't touch anyone nobody could help you I was really sick like I'm really glad that a lot of my friends didn't really get sick but I was actually really sick and I couldn't taste or smell anything like it really wasn't fun and in the end I thought you know maybe these days have come to show us a lesson don't give up until you've won and I think that's something I've really learned that I I don't give up even if I have to do everything by myself and that's what I learned from Australia as well I can do anything if I set my mind to it and both traveling alone and Covid have taught me those things and you don't need anyone else and it's not like I don't like to be around others and I don't accept help it's just that I believe that I don't need it I can do anything if I set my mind to it and in the end I'm also grateful for losing my taste and smell however weird that sounds because I've now learned to eat very differently I've learned to eat from texture instead of just smell and, and taste and now I, I'm really aware when I eat food and my smell and taste is slightly coming back which is really nice and I feel like I've gained like extra power and mindfulness whilst eating which only when you get really really low you can get to these highs as well and I'm grateful for this for the traveling for the learning and it all started for me with solo traveling thank you so much for listening to this episode I know this went a bit different than planned um, this was also just me speaking from my mind which usually makes it go different than planned but um, yes it was nice to talk with you guys again I'm excited for next week's episode and there we will actually discuss the tips and tricks and some other other people's thoughts as well so i really wish you a lovely week if you want to do something for me if you're still listening please go to spotify and (laughs) apple Podcasts and leave a review that would really really make my week if you're still listening here that must mean something good and um check out tiktok if you like it's at our universal world there you can see my face as well if you if you want to And that's it for this episode. I wish you the most amazing, amazing week. I send you so many hugs and all smiles. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.